A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. Someone's stirring their coffee extremely loudly out there. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. Hello Peter. Hello Ben. How are you to this week? I am to this week good this weeking. Thank you and the weeks. Thank you. How are you this week? I'm okay. Good. And we'll leave it at that. Peter, yeah. before we go any further with our video game podcast, mm. we always have a sponsor at the start and the end of the show. We do. We get a new one every week because mm-hmm. for some reason they don't want to stay and I don't know why. Why not? Well, maybe we'll find out. Peter, you've got the ad read in front of you there. I have. Uh, this week on this video game podcast, we've got an actual video game sponsoring us. Whoa. An upcoming video game in no. 2020. No, we don't. Are you aware of the upcoming Watch Dogs Legion I am. The post-Brexit... Simulation. The simulation in which you can play as any character off the street, whether it's uh, uh, a London gangster or an old lady feeding the pigeons in the park. Right. You you know about that game? I know about that game. Okay, well, we're we're sponsored by the... the, It's an exclusive... What? The Switch port. Yeah? They're porting it to Nintendo Switch. But it has to come under the Nintendo umbrella still. Right. So... They're making just a couple of changes. Uh, coming soon, 2020, Watch Dogs Gooigen. Okay? Okay. You can still play as any character. Right. But you have to play as a sort of green ectoplasmic version of them. Uh, okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, you can you can still run around with a with a vacuum cleaner on your back, but you, you, you're also able to slip through prison bars and you get dissolved by puddles. Right. Does that not... Has that not added a significant amount of development time on for the people at Ubisoft? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because they can just, you could just fall through a sewer grate. Yeah, oh, it's going to be catastrophic, actually. I think it may have have doomed the game. Uh, But that's why they've asked to be our sponsor this week, because they really need a big marketing push. Okay, So, and they can't afford anyone other than us. No. Right. No, because they're spending that much money on it. Adding Gooigi content to Watch Dogs. Okay. So uh, coming soon, the Switch version of Watch Dogs Legion Gooigian. Gooigian. Gooigian, yeah. Well, I mean, I look forward to that with bated breath, or I Mm. would if that were not a lie! (laughs) You idiots, you fell for it! You always, 
always, always fall for it. Why would you believe that? That's redonkulous. You guys are Donkey Kong. You guys are stupid. You're stupid guys. Thick. Uh, Thick boys Mm -hmm. and girls and others. Mm -hmm. No, I tell you who the real sponsors are, Peter. Yeah. It's the thick boys and girls. It's the thick boys and girls over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. If you support us there financially, you get uh, not only the satisfaction of knowing you're supporting a worthy cause, but we're not worthy cause, but you also get to submit questions for the podcast. True. Uh, the, The minimum donation amount per month is $1, which is... I'm led to believe not a lot of money. Wow. Uh, however, we do have other tiers, and obviously the more you give, the more we can afford to do. However, $1 a month, patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, you get access to the... I'm losing my voice. You get access to the... Uh, to the uh, you get access to the weekly podcast post. I usually put it up on... On a Tuesday, then I get the questions on a Wednesday. So you have about 24 hours to uh, That's true. to submit questions. Um, and uh, so thank you. Big thank you to our patrons. They're the people who let us do the show. We've got a question from Trevor Price Peter. Uh, his Trevor name Price. is Trevor Price Peter. Trevor Price Peter. Trevor Price Peter. Uh, Trevor, Trevor Price Peter asks, Hi, Ben and Peter. That's all one word as well. Ben and Peter. Ben and Peter. With game... <laughs> It's all caps. With game ah. announcing even more closures, does an all-digital future concern you? I personally like to keep my physical games collection growing and will be sad to see these stores go. Thanks for reading and have a sandwich. I will, actually. I will. Thursday is sandwich day for me. I'm going to get a little meal deal because it's a busy day. We do the podcast and we do a live stream in the afternoon. It's a busy old day. I'm going to have two sandwiches today, I think. Two. Because I'm having one at lunchtime. Going to get a meal deal. Yeah. Uh, but then I'm getting a train. This what have you had for your tea? Going. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just have a quick sandwich because I've got to rush home quickly. Just grab my bag and then go this out. Guy. Yeah. Sandwich boy. Double sandwich day. So I will, Trevor. Thank you. <laughs> I, I don't think there's anything to worry about. Okay, that's good. What do you think? It's not going to go all digital in the next decade. No, you you say your thing first. Well, I'm part of the problem in that, like. I used to go to game all the time. Uh, now, if I want a physical, which I still do often, I just buy it on Amazon.com. I'm sorry, you might uh, buy it on Amazon. You s- s- louder for the whole class, please. I just buy it on Amazon.co.uk. You know, you somewhat unethical the, mega corporation. Problem, aren't yeah, you? I am genuinely. Well, part it's of that, the and you can't find a game really anymore. No, I don't that's know true. where the one in Newcastle has gone, but I went looking for it a couple of weeks ago, and it wasn't there anymore. It's in Elden Square, isn't it? Or no, is it? not anymore. Is it not? Or at least it's not where it was. Oh, I went looking for it. It's now some. Samsung store that's trying to pretend it's an Apple store because oh. they've got the same sort of minimalist layout. I feel like but it was there a around Christmas time when I went Christmas shopping it's in Elton Square. Couldn't find it. Oh my god! I, I seem to I remember where it was, but it wasn't there. Just up near the, just for everyone at home, just up at the top of the escalators. Yeah, near that statue with the men with men with pigeons. Oh yeah, if you're coming in, yeah, next to the pigeon man, yeah. and if you come in from the entrance where it's near the McDonald's. On that, on that pedestrianised street with all the yeah. shops and it's got the university at the end of it. Mm. You turn left, you go in there and you literally just walk in a straight line and it's, yeah, at the top of the escalators just yeah. beyond Pigeon Man. Nothing there. What? It's gone. Don't oh my it, God, this is one of the the victims then. Don't know where it's gone. Trevor I think Price's this, question. This predates, the, this predates the perhaps troubling news about game. Um, what the, my main point that I, before we start talking about an all digital future, 
and, and where, after we've talked about the local directions and the to local, our yeah if people want to not find game in newcastle yeah one thing i would i would i would say is that games business practices have been bad for a very long oh, yeah. time yeah they've been in this position before and they somehow got out of it i'm not saying they're going to get out of it this time mm. i wouldn't say that this there's a correlation here between a decline in physical retail sales. I would just say that game charge way too much and they don't have good sales. And for some reason, they they have something of a monopoly on like sort of limited and special editions mm. for UK things along with Amazon. Yeah, the two actually, of them yeah. just sort of share limited editions. But they've I've not bought a game from game for years because it's too expensive. Yeah, it is. I think that's why I stopped. Um, you know, I... I don't, you know, relish, the, you know, the idea of actual human beings losing their jobs. No, of course. But uh, I'm not implying that you do either. But uh, Oh, I do. But, I, I live off the misery. But very, just on a very personal basis, I won't really miss game. And that's not just because I buy online. Like, if there was an alternative high street store, I would, you know check it out and see if it was cheap. I still go to CEX sometimes. Well, that's what I've got here. Yeah. CEX is thriving on mm. physical game sales. I know they deal exclusively in second-hand, second-hand stuff, yeah. but yeah, it, I think you're right. Mm. I think the the demise of game, it's 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 sad for the people who've lost their jobs, but it's sort of, of inevitable. I know GameStop in the US are having the same problem, and from what I understand, having obviously never been in a GameStop, is that they have a similar issue where they just charge these corporate mandated prices mm. that people can get their games cheaper elsewhere yeah and of course digital sales are going to continue to increase but i think there will always be a market for physical uh, so. physical purchases i, I like, like to have physical games mm. the main reason i have digital games is either because we get a uh, review code yeah. or we get press code and they tend not they tend not to send out physical copies anymore mm. it's usually a digital code or it's as is the case with resident evil um, Resi 6, which I've been playing through at home, and you've been playing Resi 4, it just goes on sort of a crazy sale. Yeah. And I would never... I've maybe once in my entire life pre-ordered a game digitally mm. because they are expensive. Yeah. The only reason I would ever buy digital is if it's on a sale right. or if it's the only way to get hold of a game. Mm. But otherwise, I'm physical all the way. And I don't think there's... Uh, that's on my Tinder profile. Yeah. I don't think there's any... Um, there's anything to worry about in terms of physical games games disappearing anytime soon. I think it's just uh, uh, a business that was poorly run, sadly, going under. Yeah. And uh, I know a lot of us grew up with game. I will never forgive them for getting rid of Game Station because the Game Station in Banbury, Peter, mm. they had a whole little display case that used to sell Game Boy games. And way oh. after the PS3 came out, they still had a huge stand selling PS1 games oh, as well. No. And it was really fun to go in and look at those. And then Game bought them. And, and Game no. was just down from them in Castle Key Shopping Centre. Yeah. And that used to be an electronics boutique. Don't even get me started on that. Oh, my god. Used gosh. to be an EB Games. And then they turned into Game. Game Station was literally about 50 yards away up the same and thing. And Game decided to monopolise the And they just shut the them down. Oh. Used to go into Banbury. Used to go to, go to both of those yeah. and go and have a browse. Yeah, I used to go into York on the weekends. And there were two games there. I think one of them used to be something else. And Game were like... No, no. This literally, this high street ain't this big enough for now. the two of us. It it sucks because game monopolized a lot of stuff in the UK and mm. then was just run poorly, uh, and and now it's going to start to disappear. That's the worst thing about a monopoly, isn't it? When like they monopolize something and then do it so badly that yeah. they run themselves into the ground, and then there's no one left. Mm -hmm. Just CEX, 
who don't sell new copies of anything. So those will dry up eventually. If if physical games stop being made, which I think you're right, it's not maybe never going to happen totally. But mm. uh, yeah, you can't. You, that's only a it's only a recycling point effectively. Yeah. So if you want to listen to early two thousands new metal. CEX, yeah, that's where you go. You're right. You know those kids you went to secondary school with who had like the uh, uh, the scene kids and the emo kids and the goth kids with their haircuts and their piercings yeah. and their metal. That's where they've all gone. They work there now. They're all in CEX. Every single one. If you are or were an emo goth scene kid, why aren't you? You're late. Yeah. <laughs> Get to work. CEX is expecting you. If you're unemployed and thinking, oh, I don't even know where I should apply. Apply to CEX. CEX, they need you. They're looking for you. They're looking for bodies. Um, people that... <laughs> sometimes recognize us in CEX, don't they? Staff. Yeah, that happened to me the other... I was on the phone with a friend. Mm. I went in to buy a copy of Alan. Insulation. Yes. And um, while I was on the phone, I got recognized by two of the staff who were serving me. Mm-hmm. And when I left, my friend said to me, how much did you pay them for that to happen while I was on the phone? Like, <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah, it's a disproportionate number, I guess, because it's a game shop yeah. for the most part. So makes people sense, there are gamers. But yeah, we we get recognized in CEX more than most places. More than anyone. More than Tesco. Yeah. I've been recognized in Tesco. CEX, no. though. More than Waitrose. Oh, Waitrose. Gotta love those old biddies. M&S food section. This is for you, old biddies. Yeah. Thank you, Trevor, for your question. I hope that, uh, hope that gives you some answers. Yeah. Basically, game is not great no. <laughs> and that's that's why they're starting to but go but physicals are and we hope physical mong, are good. mong lay they miv i'm sorry you can't say I've that just first word that first word was a bad one after i said it that's but... okay it was a it was an honest mistake there was no uh... well it was at first and then i deliberately repeated it you did like repeat people it. do when they get tongue-tied but you doubled down and on on both occasions i did not realize peter would like to take this opportunity to apologize for to, using the uh, m word to everybody that. for that the m word yes let's move on yeah to yes. a fun very quickly here comes the train with the what we play in carriage oh good peter yes what are you playing uh i'm continuing to play resented evil for... <laughs> are you yes uh it's it's a good game that resi 4 Really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, in fact, we, I streamed it on time recording on uh, Monday, and um, I ended up streaming for like an extra forty-five minutes just because I didn't really want to stop oh, playing. Look at that! Did a two-hour forty-five-minute stream. You're crazy. On Monday, yeah, it was You're pretty crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, but it's uh, just just very good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it it's still a bit. Funny looking the the HD version that I'm playing on PS4. Some of the textures they have just not upresed, so it which looks even worse than it did, uh, you know, in the in the original build of the game because everything around this like muddy texture that's right in the focus is really sharp and crisp or relatively, mm. and then you've just got this like one texture that they've not bothered to do up. You know, it's very strange, uh, mm. but for the most part, looks good. Plays well now that I've got the new controls in my head, and uh, it's just a it's a good story. It's a good setting. Some good good spooky monsters in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we picked up Ashley now. Great. Oh boy, what a treat! Yeah, it gets gets really fun from here on in. <laughs> um, but yeah, just continuing to enjoy that. Really excellent. I've been playing much else. Okay, but that that is my answer. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. What have you been playing? I'll tell you. Yes. I've uh, also been streaming. I, I hopped back into some Stardew Valley. Mm. 
Uh, I sort of forgot where I left off. I like doing Stardew Valley streams, as someone pointed out in the chat. It's sort of my in-between games game. Yeah. Where I'm not really sure what to play next. I'll just stick on some Stardew. And we all listen to the nice, chilled-out vibes. Mm. And, and we, we get cracking on. Lots of people have said that they've tried Stardew Valley in the wake of my streams and have found it to be an extremely soothing and uh, time-consuming game, mm. which you can attest to because you nearly lost your fiancé to it several times. I did, yeah. Uh, One of the only games that's managed that, that Persona 5. <laughs> Persona 5, yeah. Pretty much it, yeah. Uh, so it, that was fun to play. They've um, finally, the PS4 gets the content patches way after anyone else, mm -hmm. uh, it seems, anyway. So there, you can get a fish pond now. Oh, wow. And apparently you can farm fish from it and stuff beyond right. the usual just sort of using the rods. So I started construction on that, and that's very exciting. Chop the fingers off, sell them to bird's eye. Yes. Delicious. It took me a minute there. Fish fingers. Captain there. Bird's Eye. He'll mm. be by. He'll be he'll be he'll be birds by. He'll be by. Help. He'll be he'll come by. He'll oh he'll be by. He'll uh, be by yeah, to right. to buy the oh, whatever anyway. It doesn't matter. That's <laughs> Stardew Valley. Uh played a few things at home. Last week mm. I talked about all of the platinum trophies I was earning yes, in did, various yeah. terrible games. Mm. I did get another one on Monday. Okay. But I want to sort of update you on the total from that week. Mm -hmm. That that last week that we did the podcast, I got 17 oh. that week. Wow. I have three more lined up, but they're slightly more, say slightly more uh, substantial ones rather okay. than do it in half an hour. Is that maybe the most you've ever got in a week? 17? Oh, 100%. I yeah. got eight last year, full stop. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, so, yes. I am now up to, I was, I was on 149. Then mm -hmm. I got the Outer Worlds for my 150th. And then I got, obviously I got Star Wars and mm. Detroit and then a load of crap ones. And then my 160th, I got After Party. Oh, yeah. So I played that through, got the platinum in that, did that. I'm now up to 168. Okay. Now my 169th trophy nice. obviously is an important one. Yeah. And I'm thinking of... Leisure Suit Larry. Platinum, you've already done that one. Oh. I already did that one. <clears throat> uh, I'm thinking of platinuming the shape-shifting detective. Oh, okay. Which is another one of those terrible FMV games from the same company that did oh. Late Shift, which I talked about last week. It this one is is bloody wild. It's F-word wild. This what? it goes. You there's there's no. It doesn't explain the premise at all. You just sort of choose via DVD style menus. It's far more involved than the other Late Shift one, which just plays out like a film and you make choices at certain times. Mm. This is. Go to this room, talk to this person, go to this room, talk to this person, move on to next chapter. It's all just sort of looping footage, like DVD menu footage in the background of house while you while you go from room to room. There's been a there's been a murder, and you there's it's not explained why, are a detective that can shapeshift okay. into the people that you interview. Guessed. Oh, okay. So you can then go to other people around the house as uh, them and see if there's like, new information. You know when we did that murder yesterday? Yeah, tell us about that alibi we made up. Yeah. But it devolves into this weird situation where you can just approach one of the male characters and just say things like, I can't even repeat it, just vulgar, sexually explicit, let's do a fun sex time together and just keep pursuing it until he goes, no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, and gosh. it's like, what? this is so irrelevant. What's, Jeez. What is this? And then there's talk on the radio of there being aliens. The acting is the worst, just the worst. Right. Um, 
It's so awful. Okay. But I'll probably get the platinum in it. Good. And that'll be my 169th. My 170th, mm-hmm. I'm going to try and make, uh, what's it called? You know. You know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Hidden that. Agenda. Hidden Agenda. That's, okay. a, that's a good one. I like yeah. Hidden Agenda. Mm. But that is pretty much all I played, apart from still a bit more Resi 6 at home. Finished the Jake Sherry campaign. Mm-hmm. That game's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so not survival horror. Yeah. It's, 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 it's hilarious. It's so bad. Um, but that's what I played. Good. Got a question here from Sean X Fury. Fury? For you to read out. This is what Sean X Fury says. Yeah. Hello, Stone Cold Peter Austin and Benny the Bean Potter. Oh, that, that's, What's that one? That's his surname. Is is a nickname that we do all the time. The Bean. Benny the Bean Potter. Don't know how I feel about that, Sean. No? Let's say World War Three came to be and you both were drafted. Oh. Uncle drafted. You're told this war is only going to be fought with video game weapons and you are each allowed to pick one weapon from any video game ever. What do you pick? Personally, I might have to go with the Daedric Crescent Blade from The Elder Scrolls III Morrowind because it's my all-time favourite weapon. Thanks, boys. And keep up the great work. Thank you, Sean and, and Fury, who I'm assuming is a separate person. I can call you Betty, and Betty, when you call me, you can call me your all-time favourite video game weapon. <laughs> Uh, I mean, immediately, yeah. I'm just going to say, if World War Three happens, I don't think they're going to be drafting people. I think they're just going to launch no. lots of mis- Yeah, I think we're all, just, we're all just going to die real fast. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm not fighting someone else's war. No. I, if, no. Especially over the grounds that if World War Three is going to erupt over the current political climate, I'm not. It's no, it's not like either. an in, it's not like an injustice scene in World War One or Two. They would have to just lock me up in military prison. If yeah, they, if they I'm, tried to draft me, I would say no. I'm not fighting over oil. You can get in the bin. Yeah, stop that. Yeah, um, but we're talking hypothetically here because yeah. this is also a world where the, the war can only be fought with video game weapons. Mm. So to entertain that ridiculous notion for <sighs> one moment, yes. Uh, I really like the Hammer of Dawn in uh, Gears of War. I don't know if you've seen that because you've not really played your Gears games. No. It's basically just a, a massive orbital space laser. Oh. Um, You're gonna but, run with run around with that on your back. No, but you, as as a as the player character, as Marcus, uh, you have just a little tiny targeting gun in your hand, and you just aim it at people, and the little laser comes out, and you go like beep beep, and then it just goes. Jeez. down from the sky now problem with that is you can only use it in certain areas where you can get signal right uh if if the satellite is overhead so that would be a, a minor issue it's like being on o2 <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> just like that so i do i do have a backup here which is that it's a bit of a weird game for me to mention okay judge dread dread versus death right which was i think an xbox exclusive original xbox exclusive Okay. Certainly that era. Yeah. Um, Judge Dredd carries a weapon called the Lawgiver in that, which is just the size of a sort of handgun sci-fi weapon. Mm-hmm. But it has six different modes on it Ooh. for all of your law-giving needs. Yeah. Got them here. Go on. Standard. Yes. Armor-piercing. Okay. Ricochet. I like, he's my favorite wrestler. Shoot around corners with that. Okay. Incendiary. Yeah. High X. What does that mean? High explosive, I think. Oh, okay. You don't just get them sort of drugged up. High X. No. Oh, uh, okay. 
and heat seeking. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's a pretty versatile weapon. So you could enable heat seeking and just fire it into the sky. Actually, it might come back down on you, mightn't it? Possibly, yeah. That's not good. If I'm warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah might you might just be quickly found my face before I shoot yeah. it. Or just wrap yourself in tinfoil. Yeah. You'll be all right. Um, I did have to quickly, because I've not, as I say, it's an Xbox game, so I've not played it for a long time. I had to quickly look up what all the modes were, because I could only remember some of them. Mm. And as you switch through them, he sort of says in a really deep voice, like, ricochet. <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> uh, but, do you reckon you'd do that as well? Oh, yeah, I would say it every time. Okay. Uh, but I had to quickly look at uh, like a walkthrough or like a game fact to find those. And there was a little line for each one of those modes. And one of them, uh, the incendiary one said, apparently incendiary is good for fighting undead and vampires. But from what I can see, all it does is create undead and vampires that walk around on fire. <laughs> so that doesn't sound very fun no, at all. No, you don't want that. No, I don't think I'd use that that one. Flaming zombies. Yeah. Ooh. There was no need to swear about it. But... Flipping zombies. So that's what I would probably get. The lawgiver. Okay from nice. a slightly obscure Xbox game, just because nice. it's very versatile. It's a good idea. And you get to do the cool voice as well. Ricochet, yeah. Ricochet. What about you? I would go with a Time Splitter's Future Perfect weapon, mm-hmm. a weapon that my friends hated in local multiplayer. I think I know which one it's going to be. Called the Mag Charger. Yeah. Now, the Mag Charger has a, a thermal scope. That's a good shout. And you can shoot through walls. Mm. So, what I would do maybe from my military prison cell, is crouch down in the corner, look through my scope, and just shoot enemies from very far away without being able to be shot at all because I've got the gun that can shoot through walls and has a thermal scope so I can see them. You wouldn't have to be in military prison if you were willing to shoot people. Well, maybe that would be the only condition. Right. Is I'm not going to fight your war. Okay, go to prison then. Right. Well, I mean, I don't want to fight. I don't want to get hurt. Right, but if you put me in a <laughs> safe put me prison... In a, I'll stay in the cell, I'll, I'll take some time off for good behaviour, perhaps. That's mm. not how it works in military prison, is it? You don't get time off for good behaviour. No. I Yeah, I'd probably do that because it allows me to be safe, mm. brave, and a coward all at the same time. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, I could do that too. If I just stick a little scope on yeah. my Hammer of Dawn... Yeah. I can be inside and shooting out the window. That's true. You can't be in a bunker, though, because you won't have any signal. No. So you'll have to have a little aerial that sort of bends out through a hole in the wall and yeah. goes, goes up. Or just plug it in with like an Ethernet cable into the building's yeah. network. Exactly. We yeah. could just do the podcast while we're doing it. We could live stream mm. while, you know, when we take it in turns to play Beyond Two Souls. And then you have a little go on your, your Hammer of Dawn. Mm. And I turn around for a little bit and shoot through the wall with my mag charger. Patrons could submit questions and also white chicken feathers like they used to do in World War Two. If you oh. if you didn't go or World War One, uh, I think it was World War Two. If you didn't go to war, oh, that's nice. You were a coward. That's a nice thing to. Yeah, it's a really to, nice thing to, to do, do for someone to pacifists. What about um, donate? If you donate fifty bits, mm. I'll shoot the next person in the Wilson. We could do that. We could do tiered rewards. The next, to, what next person, what, the what ne- person? The next enemy. Just the next one you see? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 2,000 th- 2, bits and I will Fortnite dance Yeah. when I kill someone. 50 World pounds War III. and I'll read them a bedtime story Yes. after I've killed them. I'll sit over their body. That's right, nighty night. And just do the tiger who came to tea. <laughs> I am sorry and I am here. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Anyway, World War Three is not going to happen, but... It's good to know that we'd be safe yeah. with our video game weapons. Peter, mm. from one weird situation to another, yeah. it is time for a segment that we call 
bizarre uh, headlines. Head bizarre headlines. Yeah. It's time for bizarre headlines. It is. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. It's time for Weird News. Yes, it is. If you're listening to the audio version, I don't know, if you, have you ever listened to the audio version of the podcast, Peter? Of a, of our podcast? Of, uh, not a podcast. <laughs> I have listened to an audio podcast before, yes. Right. Uh, not one of ours, though. But in the middle of the, ours, in the middle of ours, mm. that's where the ad break goes. Right. That's put in by Acast, and it always goes, bidididim. Just so you know that it's no longer the podcast. It's a little ad ad break. Just in case we suddenly went, coming soon to... Yeah. Even though it doesn't voice. sound like us and it's probably, it might be a woman. Yeah. We've had, recently, we've, we've had adverts for The Guardian. Oh. That's a fun one. We get adverts for, I think we get adverts for Sky sometimes. It's all but, very exciting. I'd be interested to know what American listeners get or if it's just the same for everybody. But then when it's done, it goes, and then I go, it's weird news. And that's how it always goes. Right. It's time for weird news. If you're watching the video version, you're almost missing out a bit because you missed the bidididum. Yeah. Do you think it's tailored ads for the viewer? I that's what I'm unsure about. I don't we don't get to choose them. Uh with Poddy it's we get to choose. Mm. When we get adverts, we get to choose which ones, whether or not we want to run them. But with ACAST, they do, we just set a timestamp. Yeah. Which is as soon as it's time for weird news. And an ad happens. It's usually a couple. Oh, okay. They're, 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 they're British adverts, which makes a difference because we've had some weird adverts on Podiats before. If they're British, they probably are tailored to the, to the viewer. Maybe to they the are. Listener. Let us know. I'd be interested. Because I, I think I've mentioned once before in, in the office, uh, it wasn't on any video, but uh, I, I once saw a screenshot uh, that someone had taken uh, on, on the internet where on a Christian forum, it was like Baptist church or something. Oh, yes. Someone had done yes. a, a post on a thread saying, I am absolutely appalled that there is gay pornography adverts on this <laughs> website. And they're like, they're tailored ads they're based tailored on your ads search history. Based on your cookies and search history, yeah. my dude. <laughs> Whoops. Talk about dobbing yourself in. Oh, talk about nobbing yourself in. Ha- hang on a minute. Tell me your weird news. It continues. Oh. Bethesda's fix for stolen Fallout 76 inventories is generous and complicated. It certainly is. Fallout 76 is still doing things. Do you know about this? I do know about this. Okay. 
Players will be given a clone of their pre-theft character and will have to arrange a meetup with Bethesda for a merge. Right? Yes. Are we all following so far? This is according to PCGamer.com. Andy Chalk. Mm. Charlie Chalk's brother, I imagine. Surely. A number of Fallout 76 players found themselves stripped down to their skivvies last month, courtesy of a hack employed by unscrupulous wastelanders that enabled them to swipe entire inventories from other players. Bethesda was able to fix the exploit fairly quickly, but restoring lost gear was another matter entirely. For one reason or another, Bethesda wasn't able to simply put replacement gear into players' packs. Why would they? I don't... Why is that not possible? Uh, And so it promised that it would figure out how to compensate players for their losses at some point down the road. The solution was revealed last week by Redditors, including Jedediah Jedi and Boa Vistero. Love that guy. Via Kotaku. And it's honestly quite a bit more complicated than I would have expected. Apparently, it really is impossible for Bethesda to restore lost inventory items because what it's doing instead is giving players clones of their pre-theft characters with modified names. Then there's a quote here. Once restored, this character will have the entire inventory of items, gear, and scrap, 100% of your stuff, that it possessed on December the 20th, 2019 an email sent to impacted players said. In addition, we will be providing you with 8,250 atoms. Whoa! Specific number there. 8,250. 253. Yeah. To help you in your adventures. That's not the end of the clunkiness, though. Players who want to merge their pre- and post-theft inventories, and I imagine most of them would, will have to request a secure trade transfer service with a Bethesda customer service agent who will meet them on a private server to swap all their stuff around. Uh... I think the compensation is more than fair, the article says. A bundle of 5,000 atoms goes for $40 on the Microsoft Store, so that's not... So that's not nothing. And everyone gets all or nearly all of their gear back too. It's the wholly inefficient process required to make it all happen that I think is interesting. Some jerk with a script can steal all your stuff, but Bethesda, the big-time game studio that actually makes Fallout 76, can't just pop it back in. And a character merge literally requires the digital equivalent of an off-the-books meetup with a guy in a dark alley behind Burger King. That's a little weird, right? Question mark. It's weird news. It is. Um... It goes on to to say some stuff, but that's that's the end. Thank you, Andy so, Chalk, for a good write up there. It, he's he's right though. What I like the most is is that they can't just they they've got a copy of the character. They've got the inventory. They, know they can't what, just drag and drop it into your character's inventory. They have to put it all in the in the backpack of a of a third party, a digital employee meets up with you and gives it to you. In a secure location. It's so bizarre. How weird would that be? You have to like get in touch with Bethesda and they're saying like, oh yeah, I'll meet you under the water tower in uh. in Bombtown and <laughs> swap them, your stuff back with you. How strange. And why are they not able to do that? Like they can provide, um, you know, they, they did that, um, what's that like premiere pack called? That, that... Uh, Fallout First. Yeah, Fallout First. It, you get... 
inventory items with that, don't you? Like, there's a couple of things that you get with that. Yeah, they can definitely add stuff to your inventory. I yeah. mean, even when you buy stuff from the Atom store, it, it assigns it to your account. Yeah. It's just... I guess it's just... I maybe it's more know. of a logistical thing. Like, they would have to have, like, a whole database of, like, who you are, what you had before, and then have some sort of automated process that puts all those specific things into your inventory as opposed to give everyone this bonus... 4th of July firework <laughs> item, which is, I guess, more it's blanket and bizarre. easy to do. But it's, it's still very strange. so bizarre. And it, it, I just, uh, it's just not that engine. It's just that engine yeah. just doesn't work. Speaking of glitches, there was something I nearly brought, which was the Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC now has hackers for online. Oh, okay. Um, and it ranges from people being able to walk up to you and drain money from your character. <laughs> to spawn someone just appearing and spawning 50 bears in the middle of a town right uh, and just seeing what happens in this <laughs> online server people were spawning vehicles just steamboats and stuff in the middle of towns uh, and it's all uh and meanwhile there's people good honest people trying to carry soup from one side of the exactly map to they the just other. want to carry the soup or the stew or whatever it is from yeah. one side of the map to the other but they can't because another thing p- players were doing was spawning other players on them so wherever they were, people were just going about their business in the map. Mm. They were just being just sucked to the location of wherever oh, the hacker God. was. So I think people were being either brought all to one place so they could have their money stolen at the yeah. same time, or all brought to one place so they had to contend with 50 bears 50 in the bears. middle of St. Dennis. Mm. People get really mad when I call it St. Dennis because Why? they don't understand that I'm doing it ironically. I've not played it, is it? It's meant to be Saint Denis. Saint Denis. Um, and uh, and so I say Saint Denis, and Saint people go Dennis. no, no. It's like you should no. know by now. You should know by now. This is how we do it. Bonjour, bonjour. Without further ado, Jamapple, P- Pierre, Ooey. <laughs> what? Okay, got this, a weird news there. Yeah, this is from Nintendo Life. We know that one. Mm. Nintendo to be awarded over $450,000 in court win against unofficial Mario Kart service. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, there's a picture of them. Because they're a bit hard up, Nintendo, so... Yeah. They're very... Going to recycle the word from last week. They're very litigious, Nintendo, about their own IP. So you see there, there's a bunch of people dressed up as... Oh, it's a live... I thought you meant it was some digital thing. No. No, so here we go. Nintendo has won an intellectual property infringement court case against Mary Mobility. Mary Mobility, I think is how it's meant to be pronounced. A company which has been offering unofficial Mario Kart-inspired go-kart services in Tokyo, Japan. Mary Mobility sounds like a chapel service that has... Like wide aisles and a ramp at the altar. Lots of ramps (laughs) everywhere. (laughs) You may have heard of this unofficial service before, originally going by the name of Maricar. The company was found guilty of infringing upon Nintendo's Mario Kart property thanks to the closeness of its name and the Mario character outfits given to customers in 2018. Like a stubborn child not wanting to go to bed, Mario Kart decided to ignore this ruling and continue to operate as usual just a month later. So I would say that Mary Mobility sounds far more like Mario than Maricar, which Mary was the Car. original name. Anyway, it continues. Mm. In more recent times, the service has rebranded itself under the name Streetcart, giving up on the practice of renting out Mario costumes and going out of its way to distance itself from Nintendo on its official website. Despite this, a new ruling has found the company guilty of property infringement once more. Oh. 
So in 2018, Nintendo was awarded 10 million yen, which is about 92,000 US dollars, according to Inside and then via Kotaku, being very thorough with the reporting here. <laughs> right. Mary Mobility unsuccessfully appealed against this decision, with the latest court case now ordering it pay an increased sum of 50 million yen, approximately 458,000 US dollars, which is quite the jump. It is. Just like it did in its recent court case win relating to the Wii remote, Nintendo has said that it will continue to take necessary legal measures to protect its products and property. Mm. So we should probably expect the Mario outfits to be back in a few weeks' time. That's what it concludes. Ah, oh, well, I mean, the fact that they had plenty of warning, I yeah. don't have a lot of sympathy for them. No, I've got no sympathy. They went back, didn't they? They were told no. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, what are you going to do? Then? I thought that might have been, you know, there was this like little like go-karting company somewhere in Suffolk. Right. Like, running, you know, where you you get like little knockoff plumber boy uh, costumes yes. from... From the local Princess Mango. Shop. Yeah, exactly. And then Nintendo were like, no, stop it. A la J.K. Rowling, who I think quite infamously in like the mid-noughties once like, or at least like the, the publishing house like sued a primary school or something for doing right. like an official Harry Potter day, something like that. Oh, it's I'm so... Probably not quite got the details there, but you know. That happened. See, in instances like that, I do feel bad for them, but because they're not profiting. Yeah, it's like people exactly. making fan games. I don't see that as an issue, really. It's just a tribute and they're not to taking, something else. Like, um, any money away from from the from the actual license owner, no, really, not at all. Uh, but However, this they very much were told no, yep. don't, uh, and carried on doing it, and also tried to appeal. And as a result of the appeal, which was an unfounded appeal for sure, yep. it's called Mary Cart. Mm -hmm. uh, Oh, Mary Carr. Mary Carr. Uh, and as a result of that, the, the fine has gone up. And I think fair enough. It's just so brazen that, because you're right, you would imagine it to be either some small go-karting service in, in Suffolk. Yes. Or, you know, some just some stag do or hen do mm. bundle or whatever where yeah. Nintendo comes sniffing around and go, no, stop that. And they go, okay, we'll stop. Sorry, sorry. But to actually do it, in Tokyo, yeah. in Japan, <laughs> with Nintendo probably a few streets away, is is shockingly brazen. Mm. And uh, presumably they made a lot of money given how much they were ordered to pay. Yeah, I would have thought so. They were, I, don't, I don't know how laws work, but I don't think you can probably ask for more reasonably ask for more money than a business can actually pay because yeah. then you're just it's it's not so much a matter of well i don't want to kill the business because you might want to kill the business but you know if if you're asking for 200 458,000 and they've got 100,000 yeah then what's the point you're not you're never going to see that money yeah just close the business seems seems pointless mm. um but yeah that's weird isn't it yeah weird it just makes me think of like when you go to fairgrounds and there's just knockoff bouncy castles with crudely drawn Simpsons on the oh, side of it. Oh, so good. I went to that fair again mm. in, uh, what was it? Is it Whitley Bay? Yeah. Or is it, what was the other one? There's two. Tynemouth and Whitley Bay. Is it Whitley Bay? Yeah. Okay. It's in Whitley Bay. I went one. there last summer Yeah. and that really frightening inflatable Simpsons yeah, thing is still the thing there. I was thinking of specifically. With but... Bart's face just, yeah. Nah. <laughs> and Homer with like sort of four croquet hoops oh, on his uh, Croquet head. hoops? My goodness, Semicircles Peter. Semicircles or whatever. Um, Showing your age there, you time traveler. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it's it's shocking. Honestly, you go to any fun fair in the UK. Bart Simpson with seven Zulu spears. I'm Bart Samson. Yeah. Bart Samson, take it to the bank, boys. That's a Bart. Let's move on to a question here from Ern Arrowsmith. Oh, he's still living in Mordor. Still earning those arrows. Mm. Oh, it's me. It's with you. the recent news that the Nintendo theme parks will be opening soon, are there any rides you'd love to see there? Mary Car. <laughs> Mario. M- Mary Mobility. Uh, or are there any of the game franchises that you think would work well as theme parks? What was... Why were you... I'm just, I'm just dancing. You're just excited just about... Just excited the... about um, Nintendo Land. We have an audio description for the, the audio. Blind. The audio listeners. Um, I'm basically doing that, that dance that Charlie does from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when he's mm-hmm. excited. He only does it like once. Yeah. Where he's sort of like punching the air a little bit, but he's also moving his shoulders back and forth. Yeah. You look, you look pretty hyped. Do I look good? Yeah, you look is great. Is it a good move? Do you it reckon is. I could attract females with this? I think you could attract every every kind of p- person. That's extremely promising. Mm. Okay. Well, I'll keep working on it at home. Well, before I knew that you were bringing marry mobility to marry mobility to <laughs> your weird news, I did write that I'd quite like a little Diddy Kong Racing go karting track, mm-hmm. just because I really like Diddy Kong Racing from Nintendo sixty four. Um, maybe also like you could do some sort of scary ride with the moon from Majora's Mask. What? Where you just get closer and closer to it? Yeah, guess, like the th the thx. It's THX, isn't it? The audio there. Yeah. It just gets louder and it's like, ah! You're just sort of strapped to a chair and a giant moon face is coming closer. And if mm. you leave, you won't leave without weeing your trousers, basically. That's you have to wee your trousers. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't get the prize at the end. No. Um, Sounds a bit like that that bit from Thor Ragnarok where where Thor first arrives on the planet. I don't mm-hmm. know. Have you seen Thor Ragnarok? No. Oh, man. Pe- people will know. He's strapped into his chair and he's sort of going through this Charlie and the Chocolate Factory style introduction to this planet and the Grand Master. And and he goes through this sort of really powerful tunnel of light and it's going, you will meet the Grand Master in five. <laughs> and he starts going, ah! And then it just cuts to him and he's just, it, it was sort of like an illusion. He's just sat there in a room surrounded by guards. Oh, okay. And it's all very, very funny. You should watch Thor Ragnarok. It's great. Uh, yeah, okay. But he may have weed himself though. Okay, well, yeah, definitely. And he did get a prize. Um, but urine-soaked trousers and electricity do not mix, so he's got to be careful yeah, that's with true. that that's lightning. Uh, what what Nintendo rides would you like to see before we talk about other game franchises? Well, I didn't read the second part of the question. No, neither did I. So I've only got an answer for one, but I feel like it could probably be expanded to its own park, to be honest, mm-hmm. and it may already exist, and that's Pokemon. Pokemons. So yeah, no, I got, I got it. I was waiting for you. You to... know the Pokemon. Yeah, you know with the Kachu. Bless you. Oh yeah. You bless me and I bless you. Pikachu. Kachu. Got a sneeze. Uh, Pokemon. I believe this ride could work a bit like them rides. What you get at the theme parks, where you sit in a cart with four of your friends, mm. and you've got the little laser gun. Oh yeah. Pikachu's, and you shoot oh, the little red targets that come up. And you know, there's all sorts of themed ones. There's spooky ones. There's like a pirate one that I've been on before. Um, they have them at Universal as well. I've not been, but right movie themed. They're ones. definitely at Alton Towers and Drayton Manor and various other places mm-hmm. in the UK. Um, like that, but not that, but that. But with Pokemon. But with Pokemon. And, I mean, they'd have to change, obviously. The, it couldn't be a gun. 
but yeah. you could just hold a Pokeball and you had to like press a button to to shoot your laser at the at the different Pokemons that the animatronics Pokemons that pop out. Mm. Maybe there could be a three D element where you've got to wear glasses. Oh. Things happen as you go around this little course. It's like Pokemon Snap, basically. This sounds great. I was about to say and, you could do uh, Pokemon Snap just and, with cameras. Exactly. And you get like digital copies of your photos at the end. Oh, you could do. Yeah. Taking it one step further. Well, but what, I like this Pokeball idea. What I thought was at the end, let me see what I've written. I've got a little brief here that mm. I need to pitch. Um, so at the end, depending on which Pokemans you snapped and took photos of, you get a small stuffed toy. <gasps> like, you know, maybe maybe sort of five, six inches tall. Little, yeah. little stuffed, little stubby stuffed toy. And you get to choose which one you want out of the Pokemon that you captured that day. That's a great idea. You only get to go around once, though, because otherwise people will just go around again and again and keep yeah. getting... Or maybe you do want people to go around again and again because then they they got to get them all, haven't But they? maybe you have to just pay every time to go in because otherwise it's a difficult business model to... Uh... If you're getting a free toy at the end. Yeah. Um... But Pokemon Snap, but IRL, but with the laser shooters. Yeah. With the laser guns. No, I think if you're getting the Pokemon at the end, it should be actual like little Pokemon, like rather than Pokemon Snap, mm. like taking photos. Like, yeah, having a little be... Pokeball. Because the laser, it does in the cartoon, the red... The red light comes yeah, you out, doesn't sort of it? Press it on the top. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. That's my idea. Good one. Thank you. I don't know if they'll do that or if that probably already exists somewhere, but I would be very excited to go on that ride mm -hmm. and uh, you know then have to settle for some weird Gen Four Pokemon I don't recognise. Yeah, some bin or ice cream or some crap yeah. like that. Uh, as for other franchises, yeah, I'd like to go to Dragon Shores. From Spyro 2. Ooh. Uh, there's actual rides there that they can, you know, they can do rides based off those, although they're not very good. Um, mm. There's like a little tunnel of love that just goes around in a circle, and there's like a, a a dunking thing where you throw a ball and a thing falls in the water. Is this the end game mm. land from Spyro 2? From Spyro 2. Ooh, yeah. Okay. But you could expand it. So you could call it Dragon Shores and brand it around that, but you could just like uh, do. Uh, Stuff that feels like the flight levels where you go through like rings and like flame butterflies and stuff. So you're just like sitting in a thing that's whizzing around as though you're flying. Mm. I don't think you'd get to control it. That sounds very complicated and dangerous. <laughs> but uh, I'd like to fly a dragon. It's the illusion of, of being on a flight level. And then there's just like all the different mini games from uh, from Spyro 2 and 3, you know? Yeah. There's that one where you, you're in the little boat and you're shooting down the ninjas. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's like other ones as well there could be a trampoline park bit where you're sheila yeah, yeah and you have to do be. a forward flip and then stamp down really hard <laughs> on your little brother yeah to and get a gem out of his head control it just controls really badly and you're like oh wow i love playing this is sheila so, so realistic yeah love it um yeah that's that that would be fun that would be fun i'd go to spyro land yeah i'd like that peter mm -hmm. it's time to move on to a discussion oh Oh, wow. The okay. size of which is... Not small. It's up for debate, really. Okay. I would say it's not small. Mm. I would argue that it's big. What do you think? Let me just see what it says here. The name of the next section is... The Big Discussion. Oh. Scarlet! Ah! Peter Austin. Mm -hmm. Big Discussion time. This comes to us from Philip Reed. Yeah, it does. We know that one. Mm-hmm. Supermassive Games watched your playthrough of Man of Medan. 
Oh, so sorry. I wish. And realize they need to improve their story if they want to keep the Dark Pictures anthology alive. They have hired the two of you to write an installment from scratch. What is your anthology game? The only guidelines Supermassive have given you is that it's scary and that it comes together beautifully. beautifully. Um, is it uh, Mr. Austin? Is it, is it Mr. Yeah, Austin? hi. Hi. Hi, Mr. Austin. Sorry I'm late. That's okay. I'm uh, Mr. I'm, I am Supermassive. Um, oh good is, go on, is Mr. Games here no oh. uh, it's just me just super I am Sue Susan Perkins Massive <laughs> yeah uh, Sue Perkins Sue off Perkins the Great British Bake Off yes okay that's me Sue Perkins Massive do you have the authority to green light a game without Mr. Mr. Games yes or Mrs. Games absolutely okay. you can just try and stop me quite frankly uh, welcome along watched your playthrough thanks uh, hard not to take it personally at some stages you oh, did make a better game mate that's that's fair. Well, that's why we brought you in. Okay. Uh, we understand you've obviously, as a smart-mouthed internet idiot, mm. have a lot of ideas. Yeah. A lot of ways that we could improve for well, the I've next. Well, I've got one idea. You've, okay, you've got an idea. I brought the idea. You've with got me. an idea mm. that uh, we could improve the Dark Pictures anthology as we go. Yeah. So I've got um, just just a few just a few questions for you. Okay. About your idea, let's sort of just try and flesh it out. We'll run through the location, uh, the characters, what kind of antagonist or evil force we can expect to go up against mm. a, a sort of vague plot outline and uh, and of course the title for yeah. the for the dark pictures anthology game that, that you are pitching to us today uh peter without further ado mm. can you talk me through the location of your pitched game idea absolutely um the game takes place in a let me let me just give you my reasoning here before i tell you okay you don't want to. You don't want to start these things in a very blatantly haunted house or a, a spooky place. That's where. You, that's partly where you're going wrong. Okay. I mean, admittedly, Man of Medan did just start on a nice on a nice boat. It was on a nice boat, wasn't it? It was on a nice boat. Did you like all the nice characters we made? Oh, I loved them. All we'll the get very relatable nice characters. We'll get onto characters shortly, I'm okay. sure. But but my point is the the genre in general. You know, the likes of uh, uh, the, the other spooky games. You know, um, Until Dawn and stuff. Yeah, you know. oh, I loved Until Dawn. Yeah, I bet you did. that was one of our good ones. Well, yeah. Did you like Hidden Agenda? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I did. I bet you played it loads, didn't you? Yeah, lots once. of lots of people played it, played it loads. Yeah, yeah. Um, those those two games, you know, they're a bit more inherently spooky from the get go, aren't they? Yes. I think you should subvert, subvert expectations. That's one thing you did right in Man of a Dan. Yeah. Yeah. We're starting in a luxury spa, all inclusive. That sounds expensive to make. It is. Oh no, you, we don't. I forgot. We're making a game, aren't we? We're not actually doing a film. You've got to spend money to make money. Yes, you do. Yeah. That's true. That's what it says on our front door. Yeah. Spend money. The other doors, yeah. we're getting the other door replaced. That is it's sort of the slogan split across both of them, and the you other one is. Spend money on the other door. It's not ready yet. We're yeah. just spending money. Um, it's a luxury spa. It's a really nice place. Very plush, mm. uh, clean. You know, it's like a six star hotel. That's a lot of stores. It is a lot, yeah. Um, and uh, you know you you wander in there as a as a group of characters and you think oh it's going to be great yeah I'm be... picturing it yeah that's nice is it clean very very clean a lot of stars as as well mm -hmm. like physical twinkle twinkle stars yeah they're everywhere okay like you can't that. really you can almost not see very well because it's so bright and sparkly and we like to do that we yeah. go from extremes in our games they're mm. either quiet or they're loud they're either bright or they're impossible to see yeah so that sounds right up our alley mm -hmm. please carry on. Uh, characters. 
Yeah. Moving on to I mean, that's the location. That's it. It's in the Centre Luxury Spa. That's all you need to know. I'm very excited there's to There's lots learn. of, um, you know, things available to you. There's like a there's like a swimming pool and a steam room and a... Great. You know, you get and you just go around and, and enjoy this, do you? Well, so that that's the thing. You, you, start, uh, you start going around and enjoying it. Um, actually, there's only one character in the game who is there as a customer of this spa. Okay. Um, it's a sort of... A uh, heavy-set man who's a bit sort of—he's a bit sort of hunchback. He's a bit quasi, quasi, quasi modish. Okay. Um, all the other characters are just members of staff at the spa. Right. And you play as all of these characters? Yeah. You know, like in your other games, you know, you, you flip yeah. between them. Are there any NPCs involved, or is it just these characters? Uh, there's a few sort of background, other other customers milling around, other people staying at the spa hotel. Okay. But uh, all the staff members, despite all wearing nice, clean, clinical, white, I work in a spa uniforms, they still massively conform to stereotypes. Right. Um, so okay. there's the jock masseuse, and there's the cheerleader masseuse, okay. and there's the nerdy masseuse. Yeah. Um, you know... They all they all hate each other. I think that's a great part of your game. What that nobody likes each that, other. That nobody likes each other, and that we don't like any of the characters. Yeah. They're all absolute assholes. That's what the. Uh, that's also part of that's our what slogan. The other door says. That's what it says. Spend. You got to spend money and make characters assholes. To make assholes. That's yeah. what it says. Um, so you know, and there's just little hints of you know, the the cheerleader masseuse. She's got her white like top on. But she just carries pom poms around. Yeah, yeah. Just to no, make it obvious. Good. Of know, course. Well, how else are you meant to know? Who play your games? How else you meant to know? Yeah. You've got to signpost it. If anything, I think she should do a whole cheerleading routine mm. out in the car park at the beginning of the game. Well, yeah. Just so you know. I agree. And then we don't need to pay for another location because she's doing it there. We've got a similar vision here and I'm, I'm liking it. Yeah, no, you we're know, lining the, up. The jock guy wearing his white smock, but it's got a number on the shoulder, yep. you know. Mm. One of those. Maybe he wears shoulder pads as well because mm-hmm. he yeah, does the American football helmet thing. Yeah. Uh, the nerd, big pair of glasses. Yeah. A little like pocket protector for his pens. Can he be a little bit sort of weedier than the others as well? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's got acne. Um, oh yeah. No, that's the good stuff. Talk like that. Oh, fantastic! Mm-hmm. You are. You are. You. You are. You. 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 <laughs> you. You are saying all the right words right now. Yeah. But. Things aren't going to go swimmingly. Tell me about this antagonist slash evil force. What are they up against? They're up against the Hunchback Man. No. Now, we're not disparaging people who have deformities. Oh, we don't mind. Well, we're not. Oh, okay. I'm telling you. I'm not I'm not it's selling you my idea. Your vision, whatever. Yeah. Fine. Uh, but in he comes. And, you know, he otherwise seems like a very nice fella. You okay. know? He uh, he goes up to his his hotel room. He enjoys a bit of room service, watches telly. Uh, he's having a great time. Um, but then he books himself in for a massage. Right. Now this, we're not making a comedy game, Peter. No, we're not making a comedy game. No. Is that where, is that where you're going with this? No. Or does he take it off and everyone's horrified? Like, where where are we going? No. How, how can we? How can we? How can we? How 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 can we make this as awful as possible? Is what I'm asking. Are you saying how can we have it so that the 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 man with the hunchback goes for a back massage and it's not sort of a bit offensive? That's exactly what I, Sue Perkins Massive, am asking you. Right okay, now. don't worry. It's not, not quite not going the way you think it's going. Not worried. 
he he goes downstairs to reception to book himself in for a massage. She says, hi, yeah, I'm from room, you know, 12. Uh, my name is uh, Barry. <laughs> Barry Back is his name. <laughs> his name is Barry Back. Fantastic. Like him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she says, okay, yeah, book you in, Mr. B. Back. Um, he then goes to the massage area. Uh, that is what they call it in spas. The massage area. And all of our cast are there. For some reason, it takes like six people to give a, a massage That's fair. to any any given customer. Well, it's a lot of back, isn't it? Well, but is it? Is it, Mr. S- Susan Perkins Massive? Susan Perkins Massive, that's me. So you're then thinking, oh, is this going to be a really lame gag where he takes off his shirt and then because he's got a hunchback and there's more back, they need six people and that's the end of the game. No. No. He takes off his shirt yeah. and you realise all along he's not a hunchback. No. He's got a regular back. What? But yeah. Mr. B back under his shirt just has a massive beehive. No, he's got a bee back. On the back of his back. Oh my word. The room fills with bees. Yeah. And the entire rest of the game is mostly just people being stung to death. Fantastic. So... It's sort of like a, a a Resident Evil 2 Mr. X kind of situation where mm. the bees are always following you around. Yeah. You just hear... And it just gets louder and louder. So it's nothing to do with, ha-ha, let's look at the man who, you know, was unfortunately born with a, a physical ailment. Right. He, he wasn't. He no. wasn't. Well, I mean, he's got a beehive on his back. Yeah, but I think he, like, had it added in. I think he, like, asked for it. Maybe it's maybe lean. Yeah, may, maybe maybe he's, maybe he's born with maybe it. He maybe he wasn't born with it. Maybe it's maybe lean. Yeah, maybe lean. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. um, and that that's it. They just get shot in this room. Yeah, loads of bees come out of his back. Uh, it's called Dark Pictures Anthology. I'll be back. I love it. Yeah, I think we can get working on that immediately. Thank you for coming by. I'll get the guys over in the. Uh, in the art department. I thought you were saying thank you for coming by. Like really like pushing no. me out the door there. You're having a real issue understanding the use of the word by today, aren't I you? I am, yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank so. you for thank you for coming along to this meeting. Yeah. I'll get I'll have a word with the uh the art department. We'll get some sketches drawn up of B back. Mm-hmm. Uh sorry, Barry Back. Barry B Mr. B back. Uh you've got cheerleader, you've got nerd boy, mm-hmm. you've got jockman, yeah, and receptionist mm-hmm. those are the characters that's them fantastic okay look forward to uh, look forward to playtesting that later on thank you for coming in thank you very much meanwhile in the next room the legion of doom hi there ben thanks for coming in hi hi thank you for having me hi uh my name is um james g-a-m-e-s james my name is just james, james. like share yeah. yep that's me james uh, I'm part of the Susan Perkins Massive James um, conglomerate. No, that makes sense. Sorry that Sue Perkins Massive couldn't be here today. That's okay. She's not available. That's all right. Um, just I'm honestly honoured to to have been brought along. I've got I've got an idea that I think is going to make us all a lot of money. Well, we we hope so. We know that you saw uh, our, our previous game, Man of Medan, and thought it was Man of Macrap. I did. That's, um, those are the words I said as well. Yeah. So uh, hopefully hmm. you will be able to um, give us a better idea. Yeah. And what will be successful? Yeah. Did you just 100%. say yeah in this in my voice there? No, but I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I wasn't taking the mick out of you. 
Okay, good. I'm just trying to make you feel a bit more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Like-minded. Okay. Uh, okay, so, uh, what I'll talk to you about today is the location, the characters, the antagonist, a sort of vague plot, and a name for a game that you want to pitch to us. Fantastic. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Hit me with location, Ben. Uh, we are going, uh, James, yep. to space. Mm. We're going to space. Fantastic. I feel like Earth is played out. We've yeah. done it. Haunted house. Uh, haunted spa. They were all on Earth. All on Earth. Haunted spa. What are you talking about? Nothing. It doesn't matter. I just sort of I over. I was chatting to someone in the lobby before I oh, came. Oh, I see. Um, I think space is a good opportunity for big frightens. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think the game should be set in space, sort of on a space station, or maybe on a a a, a colon e. Oh, yes. Like yes. a moon colon, e, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. Okay. Where it's just a group of unlikable people all mm. together in oh, space. Brilliant. Yeah, I know. You, you go wild for that, don't you? Mm-hmm. Would you like to you know? actually have here on my notes, uh, if Mr. Potter brings likable characters, do not shoot him. Accept. Shoot him. Hang on. Does that say shoot him in the face? No. No? It's shorthand. Right. For... Do not Shoot accept. him in an email that says no. Yes. But don't say it to his face. Yes. That's what it says. Understandable. Well, I like the idea of space. You know what they say? Mm. No one can hear you be murdered when you're in outer space. That is the line. Yeah, mm. no. See, that's why I thought it would be good. Would you like some characters? Yeah, make them horrible, please. Oh, they are. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you can guess their um, their personalities from their from their names. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. We've got Chad Astronaut. Chad Astronaut is a big, bulky man. Yeah. Who gets all of the women's? Well, speaking of the women's, mm-hmm. we've also got Clarissa Spaceman or woman. Clarissa Spaceman or woman is a man or woman. Yeah. Who is pretty? Yeah. A bit. Uh, <laughs> can I? I can say I can actually say bitch. Uh, yeah, I think. Well, I mean, it James, is. the executive, can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, probably having regular space intercourse with Chad. I, th- I think you're bang on the money there. Great. Then we've also got Kyle Star Trek. Kyle, maybe the somewhat relatable character. Yeah. Still a bit of an asshole. Right. You're bang on the money so far. That's what I've got written down here. Yeah. Somewhat relatable character. Bit of an arsehole. Mm-hmm. Very close. Uh, and finally, it's it's just Emily from Until Dawn. Right. Is that going to be an issue? Because I know that she's she is established and canon... I don't know if there is a canon ending to Until Dawn. So she may well have, you know, be dead in lots of people's games. Yes. Um, I believe what we can do yeah. is have a sort of... Uh, thing that checks your console for saves. That's a good idea. And if she's dead in Until Dawn, she will be alive in this game. Just because we like to confuse people. No, 100%. 100%. And also, she was objectively... She was the worst character, wasn't she? Mm. She was the worst one. No question. In fact, I can see you've got a poster up there on the wall that says, be like Emily, make no friends. Yeah, that's actually only half the poster. Oh, okay. What's the other half? Uh, Be like Emily, make... No friends like you for very long. Okay. Sort of a similar similar message. Those last words don't aren't actually required, but we're tempted to not actually 
get the second half back. Right. You just want to make no friends. Because if you're making no friends, if you're making friends that you then can't keep, you're then cutting it's out the waste, middle man wasted of wasted exercise. Isn't it? Yeah. You are exactly cutting mm. out the middleman of Medan. Mm. Uh, so Emily from Until Dawn, Kyle Star Trek, Clarissa Space Man or Woman, and Chad Astronaut are mm-hmm. my characters. Uh, in terms of an antagonist or an evil force they're up against? Yeah. Space Madness. Right. As in the band, it must be love? Uh, Our house? No. Oh. No, no, no. This is space madness, as in insanity. Right. You know, space madness or insanity. I mean, it could be the band, but in space, no one can hear them play in space, can they? uh, Well, no. Because they'll just, they'll sort of be screaming out for oxygen and they won't, there'll be none for them. Mm. Say, ah, colony, in the... And that, it could be, it. be a problem, yeah. It could. And also licensing issues and so on. Obviously, you own Emily from Until Dawn, so you could do whatever you wanted with that. Uh, however, the the, act, the band The Madness, I don't think that's a possibility. So right. the antagonist is space madness mm-hmm. and a lack of oxygen. Right. It's a good antagonist. Yeah. Um, it's a fairly universal fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you want to know about the plot? Hit me with a plot, then. Chad Astronaut hmm. takes the last biscuit and plunges the entire space... Hang on, we can only have a game that's 18+, plus, and that sounds too extreme. Chad Astronaut... Thinking what's above 18+, plus? Uh, triple X. Okay. Chad Astronaut leaves the tap running. Okay. Chad yeah. Astronaut yeah. Yeah. borrows Kyle Star Trek's saucepan and doesn't wash it up and doesn't ask in the first place. Okay. Is yeah. that better? Yeah. That's about 18. Okay. Yeah. And that's also very in line with Chad's behavior as well. Sure. It plunges the station into chaos. Yeah, well, I can see why. And despite the fact that you are playing as all four characters mm-hmm. here and there's nobody else on the station apart from maybe a quirky AI, I'm not sure yet. We can mm-hmm. work that out later. Yeah. They start to go mad. They start to be paranoid because they all fall out and things, little things start going wrong on the space station. You know, things get left open. Uh, Oxygen is drained from rooms. Gravity is turned off for some reason. And they think that it's someone who's annoyed with them getting their own back. Dave Benson Phillips is in it as well, briefly. He just sort of, he's dead. He sort of, he floats up and just bounces limply off an exterior window and then spirals off into space. And says, ah, ha, ha, it was me all along. That's but you it. you can't hear him say You can't it. hear him say it. You can see, him, you can see his mouth moving, mm. but that's it. I can confirm we can get Dave Benson. We can, Dave's available. That's a very, very cheap license. Also, we don't have to pay him. We just have to... We just have to write big love to Dave Benson Phillips. Yeah, well, there. the Nando's down the road, so... Oh, uh, well, that's easy. We'll just treat him to a lunch and yeah. a dishwasher. So uh, that's that's basically it. They all think that they're going mad, uh, when really it's just a technological fault. And as a result, you, the player, it's presented to the player that, you know, maybe Chad Astronaut has been up to no good uh, and is trying to take down Kyle Star Trek, and Clarissa Space Man or Woman is also worried. Mm-hmm. Emily's running around being a massive, naughty, rude woman right. to everyone. And you as the player, it's presented to you that that they're, they're actively doing dangerous things to get back at one another, but actually it's just a technological fault, and you have to make a decision whether or not you want to actually take out your fellow humans because they're, they're a perceived threat to the colony, when really... You're all just paranoid and have succumbed to space madness. Wow. Yeah. 
case of meth hysteria. Exactly. Would you like to know the name of this game? Yeah, it better be good. It's called Dark Pictures Anthology Star Wars. Right. Again. Hi. Uh, sorry, James. Uh, it's me, Susan Perkins. Massive. Hi, Super. Sorry massive. to sorry sorry to interrupt your meeting here. Um, yes. I've just had a very promising chat with Peter Austin next door. He's got uh, the dark the dark uh, dark pictures anthology. Be I'll be back. I'll be back. Um, I think it's really got legs. Just wanted to check in quickly. Um, I know you've got someone there. I'm going to completely ignore them because I'm too busy. Mm -hmm. uh, no, it's okay. I don't, no, I, do, I really don't have time. I just wanted to see quickly what you're... You're going to be long. I'm, I'm, my tea's getting cold uh, in here. Uh, okay, hang on. Hang on a minute. I'm just... Yeah, um, uh, Yeah. sorry. Uh, James, can you please let me know what you think of this uh, this game quickly that you're discussing? Because uh, we've got corporate. We need to go... We've got to go back and talk to the board and sure. look at what we want to do. Uh, well, it's called Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and it's about. Like, do you want me to go or should I? No, you no. stay. Stay there. Can you? Yeah. You just um, stay there. Uh, it's called Star Wars. That's all you need to know. Right. I think um, we can we can do that. I really I think like it's a good name. I like that name. Yeah. Um. I also um. Also, I'll be back. Yeah. Is is a phrase? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Is a phrase um, that I've never heard before no. from any fiction. And I think that would also go down really well with uh, with consumers. I think what we've learned today yeah. is that in order for the Dark, Am uh, Dark Pictures Anthology games to be good going forward mm. is to... Uh, I mean, going into this meeting, I was thinking, maybe we're going to have to start ripping off successful franchises. Right. But I think what we've learned today is, no, there are we don't need of good to, ideas out there. There's lots of great ideas that have not been done before. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry to interrupt your meeting. I'm uh, I'm Sue I'm Sue Perkins Massive, James. James. And uh, I will I'll go conclude my meeting. Sorry to sorry to interrupt. Right, thank sorry, you. No, no worries. No. Um, yeah. So. Uh, should I, what do you should you gonna email me or shoot me in the face or what was what's um, gonna happen? We'll get back to you. Okay. Um, gonna make sure that we uh, can get Dave. But I, I believe we can. It's not gonna be an issue. Fantastic. Well, thank you for Have seeing me today. I appreciate it. No, no problem. Hopefully, speak to you soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bye. Ben. Ben. Uh, yeah. How did it, how did it go? Oh hi, um, Peter. Hi. Yeah, it was weird that they scheduled the meeting at the same time, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I don't know how you found um, Sue Perkins massive. Mm -hmm. She just popped, poked her head poked her head into my room with a big Pope hat on. Yeah, and I thought that's a bit rude, isn't it? Well, I mean, it worked out for me because I went through her, her underwear drawer while she was in the other room. Whoa, yeah. that's inappropriate. I know, but what are you going to do? No one's going to know. It's not like we're on a podcast going out to thousands of people right now. So. Nah, nah, no one will know. Did you like? Uh, did Did you have a good meeting? Do you think it'll go well? Do you reckon you'll we'll make it? Yeah, sounds. Fantastic. I think it's going to go well. Well, look look forward to uh, Dark Pictures Anthology Star Wars and Dark Pictures Anthology I'll Be Back mm. coming soon in the uh, in the Dark Pictures Anthology series from Sue Perkins Massive, James. Yep. Peter. Yes. It's time to talk about where people can find us if they want to get in touch with us. If people still want to actually find us and get in touch after that pantomime there... <laughs> Featuring Dave Benson Phillips, as all good pantos do. Naturally. Uh, they can find all of our content on youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump, as well as doing videos on the YouTubes. We also do streams there and on Twitch, and they're modded by Lord Brotovich and Cecil Prumps. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, we've got social media, twitter.com and facebook.com forward slash team triple jump. 
Uh, Facebook is looked after by our sock med man, it says here, Luke Eldon. Luke Eldon. Doing a great job over there, as always. Um, we've got a Patreon, as we mentioned earlier. Patreon.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. There's a $1 tier for submitting questions here. And uh, there's a Discord room, special Discord room you can get into on the $1 tier. That's Patreon.com. No, it's dis- uh, bit.ly. <laughs> bit.ly forward slash Team Triple Jump. Yes. Is our Discord, uh, is what I meant to say, a Discord room. Uh, that's modded over there by Jack, Joe, and Crimson Dragonfly. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the Patreon, there are there are other tiers too with different rewards. There certainly are. Uh, the podcast that you're listening to right now on YouTube, maybe, is also available on play.acast.com forward slash s forward slash triple jump, where you get the little ad in the middle that goes like that. Uh, the website is triple j dot mup. That's J-U dot M-P. And uh, Ben's going to tell you all about our content and also our personal social media accounts. Social media accounts. Yeah, I will. Uh, before I do, mm. I will say quickly, I saw a comment underneath a, a podcast on YouTube, another podcast that we do for that matter, where they said, mm, I suppose you want us to watch it on YouTube, but providing a download link would be helpful. It's like, you idiot. <laughs> you moron. Because while Peter said that you can get the audio version of the podcast at play.acast.com forward slash s forward slash triple jump. It's obviously available anywhere. Mm. It's available on Spotify, iTunes, yeah. uh, your your CD collection. Mm-hmm. Have a look. It's in there. Cassette. It's it's everywhere. It should, it should go without saying, but that level of stupidity that I observed earlier this week has led me to believe that actually, no, we should point out that you can get the audio version in other places as well. Right. I get that you're trying to make us watch the YouTube video, but a download link would be helpful. God, that that attitude (laughs) does does things to my brain that makes me want to hurt animals. Oh, no. (laughs) Which I won't (laughs) because I'm coping with it in a healthy way. You can get it elsewhere is what we're trying to say. Mm. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can do at that Peter Austin and at confused underscore dude and on Instagram at that Peter Austin and at Ben Potter 20. We do lists every Tuesday and Thursday streams every Monday, Tuesday and Thursday, Monday and Tuesday being solo streams on Twitch and Thursday being our joint stream. Blaze it on YouTube, the YouTube streams. On Thursday, the joint streams, Blaze It, are uploaded to YouTube the following Monday, so you can watch those. The Monday and Tuesday streams on Twitch. Stay on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump. Just click on the videos tab and it has all the VODs up to 14 days, so you can catch up if you aren't able to watch them live. Mm. Worst games ever is fortnightly and Friday for the $5 tier patrons, Sunday for everybody else. And uh, it's a worst games ever week next week. Coming up. Not this week. Mm. The podcast is every other Saturday, and we do shows as well. I know we've had a bit of a lull recently, but we were hoping for uh, to be able to put something out this week, but it, sadly it fell through at the last minute. So next week there'll be uh, Worst Games Ever, and I believe also a show, and then the following week there should also be a show. Mm. Uh, those will all be coming up soon. Leave us a review on iTunes or your platform of choice, please. And we'd like to issue a call to arms. Yes. Because we have a couple of sponsored videos, legitimately sponsored videos yes. coming up soon. Uh, it's, a, it's a game called uh, Vectronome. Mm. Or Vectronome. 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 Um, this is obviously a great opportunity for us and uh, it helps to secure the future of the channel and our jobs. 
by taking on this uh, these sort of paid videos. There will be a quip scope on the game and also a rules boss on the game as well. Uh, it's an interesting sort of audio rhythm rhythmy game but also kind of isometric 3d platformer as well puzzly yeah. thing it's a weird interesting looking thing it genuinely looks quite interesting um obviously th these these videos will be marked as ads because they are paid for uh but we do really really hope that you will please watch them even if you may not find the game that interesting uh, but the most important thing that you can do in the description of the, of the video there will be a bespoke link if you can click through that link and and just sort of have a look at the the page on the other side that helps immeasurably mm. it really really does and, and will help us secure more work like this in the future and again you know it all goes back into the channel and helps us carry on doing what we're doing yeah and hopefully those videos will be releasing uh, at some point next week and uh you know we we always want to make sure that we're if we're going to be doing sponsored content it's something that we believe in exactly um, and you know this looks like an interesting game you know hopefully some of you will be up for checking it out mm -hmm. um but yeah sponsored content is is something we we'd like to continue doing but it will always be for things that we think are actually worth sharing absolutely We're not just going to sell out and start flogging death stranding and we we get to cover it in interesting ways as well. Obviously, we're going to talk about it legitimately in the Quipscope, but then in Rules Boss, we get to we're going to do some kind of silly challenge silly around thing. it as well. They're actually letting us do that. Yeah, they're, they're paying us to do us. that, yeah. which is which is really exciting. So please watch that when it goes live. Two videos, and also please click through the link in each of the videos. That will really really help us um, because you know they they keep a keep track of how many people are looking at it and how many people are sort of clicking through and and actually engaging with it. So that that stuff is really important. We've very transparent because we like this level of communication that we have with you guys mm -hmm. you know we don't want to hide behind uh, a mystery veil of youtube no. youtube is bloody difficult as we have made it very clear over the past few years uh so it really help us if you could support us and also a big thank you to uh the the agency that is helping us sort that out yeah uh but finally on to a frankly far more important sponsor a very very real sponsor yeah Watchdogs uh, Guijin yes. coming out next this next this year this year this year, this year. Uh, well it might might this might be next year actually because it's going to take them that long oh, right. to add yeah, all the, the goo additional um, development if you want to be a gooey pigeon lady you can do it in oh. B and Q it they're not called pigeons in this game they're called Guijins yeah they are yeah um, and it's not called B and Q it's called B and Goo yes it is yeah. Uh, and the pigeons, instead of saying cuckoo, they just say goo goo. They do say goo goo. Like the goo goo dolls. Yeah, and but instead of the goo goo, goo dolls, it's the gooigi gooigi dolls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, of course it is. Um, and uh, here's a really good one. Yep. <laughs> if you uh, play on a Nintendo Switch in the game mm. and play Luigi's Mansion, it's not called Luigi's Mansion. It's called Gooigi's Mansion. <laughs> is it? That's a pretty good pun that I've just come up with. There. That's so. If you play the, if you play the in. Un in universe version yeah. of Luigi's Mansion in Watchdogs Guijin, mm. it's called Guigi's Mansion. Yeah. Within that, is player two then Luigi, or are you both <laughs> Guigi, or is one of you called Guigi Guigi? Uh, I think I think it might just be um, uh, t like Tiny Tiger from Crash is just in it instead. Oh wow, it's really that's confusing. Just getting meta with it. Yeah. This is really um, it's melting my brain. This the one. end. That's it. Thanks. We're done. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We will see you soon.
Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.